to start recording, but start okay. being funny right now. Just oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have all your notes and everything? No. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing for the last hour? Hold on. <laughs> this is a disaster. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, I've been did ready. Did you want to do the first one? Yeah, I always do the first one. I I'm gonna start breaking format now. Well, um, that's, why did you kidding. not research the second one? No, I did. I just was okay. joking. Jeez, oh, I thought we had a system. No, we do. This I like system six. This is a professional operation. Okay. Uh huh. As evidenced by the fact that we're recording sitting in my bed, I'll go ahead and introduce the podcast, oh, okay. shall I? Great. Uh, this is podcast without a cool acronym. Yep, that's the name of our podcast. I my name is Hannah. <laughs> my name is Mara. And we watch Vinny's and Ferb, and then we yell about it on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um This is our only hobby. <laughs> I have other hobbies. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> you don't have other friends? Nope. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I no, I have nothing going on in my life. Okay. Yeah, the first one that we're talking about is episode one oh six A. Uh, which is called Get That Bigfoot Out of My Face, uh, which is uh, fine. That's the title of the episode. Mm -hmm. So, okay. <laughs> this episode takes place in the woods. So the kids are on their way to summer camp. Linda and Lawrence are driving them. This is quote-unquote summer so, camp. So quote-unquote summer <laughs> camp, right? We're led to believe. Okay, here's the thing, though. There's, they're in a bus with like nine rows of seats in it. I know. And there's 15 kids there. And the seats keep changing. Like, it'll show Candace, <laughs> and there's, like, two seats next to her, and it shows her again, and there's, like, no, she's next to the window. Anyway. Yeah, so they're in a they're terrifying in bus, bus. Uh, with one million children. Yeah, because uh, all the Fireside girls are there, and Buford, Budgie, Phineas, Ferb, Candace. Plus a bunch of randos. Okay, yeah. There's I a bunch of random, random kids, kids there that we've never met and don't never see again. again. Yeah. Who are they? We don't know. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, so they're driving. Well, I have more on that later. They're driving to their grandparents' house. Uh, Buford is emotionally terrorizing Balshi. No one is also, stepping in. They like didn't they kind of like I'm sure they knew, but they like interacted with Buford and Balshi for the first time last episode, and it was yeah. having a fight. Yeah, <laughs> like, you invited like, to summer camp immediately after that. Phineas <laughs> was like, "Hey, we're yeah. going to summer camp next week. Do you guys want to come?" come? Uh, yeah. Anyway. anyway, uh, also Buford's voice sounds weird. He sounds like a chain smoker. Like more Buford than Buford and Balji. Like, Balji sounds the same, but just, like, maybe doesn't, I don't know. Right. Maybe Buford sounds like he's but... doing a Marge Simpson impression. Anyway. <laughs> um, the Fireside Girls are way too excited about getting accomplishment patches. Also, accomplishment patches? I know. Aren't all patches accomplishments? <laughs> There's a bell. There's, like, demerit patches you have to wear if you do a bad job at something. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, Isabella's like, we're going to work on our accomplishment patches. And there's like an audible cheer from all the Fireside Girls. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, uh, that's, Whoa. you guys are too into it. Also, you need yeah, to calm down. maybe take a break. Yeah, Isabella has brainwashed this you. Not Do you guys never job. get vacation from being Fireside Girls? <laughs> Apparently not. No. Yeah, Candace is like not into it. She's like, it's just our grandparents' house. I hate the woods. Uh, also, <laughs> what? She goes, do I have to go to Grandma and Grandpa's house? And I'm like, first of all, you're already there. I know, right? And then Linda and uh, Lawrence. Lawrence go, well, you could come with us to the Antique Symposium. Yeah. I was like, okay. Also, what yeah. Antique Symposium are they attending in the middle, middle of the woods? No, <laughs> They're not yeah. at an Antique Symposium. They're just dropping their kids off in the woods. I know. <laughs> I think they are. Uh, responsible. Okay. Um, yeah, so Candace isn't into it. Phineas freaks her out by saying that he lost his ant farm. Rude. Also, apparently their grandparents invite them and all of their friends every single year. Yeah. Which I was like, what kind of grandparents I know. are those? I That's what I was like, yeah, bless them. Could you imagine our grandparents inviting us and no. 15 of our closest friends to their house? Nope. I can't even imagine them inviting one of our friends to their I house. know. <laughs> I think Grandma and Grandpa have met one of my friends. Especially not to do, like fun camp exactly activities. yeah that was not the energy probably not yeah and then also okay <laughs> this is actually unrelated but i just remember that in junior high and high school there was this kid whose family owned an island in the caribbean and they used to invite like a group of I their friends you telling me about them. <sighs> Man, that's... it was deeply annoying to me 
Uh, right. So Linda and Lawrence apparently have rented a bus to drive all these kids to the woods. Uh, they drop them off at the house. Um, grandpa is just like all three of the three stooges. He has like real oh, silly grandpa <laughs> energy. Um, which this is the first time we meet their grandparents, right? Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, and this is Linda's parents. Yeah. Linda's parents, Clyde and Betty Joe. Betty Joe. Right? Sure. I didn't catch I their names. Um, okay, well, I just was looking at their pages, and Clyde, the actor who voices him, was in Rocker, Rocky Horror Picture Show, which was written by the guy who voices Lawrence. Oh. And later, we'll, I mean, I'll mention this again later, but later you find out that Lawrence is canonically a Rocky Horror Picture Show fan. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's huh. like, there's there's some episode like a horror thing and he goes oh where are all the fun musical numbers oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what uh fair enough Florence. anyway fair enough. yeah so yeah they drop off all the kids um they meet linda's parents mm-hmm. um candace is like looking around for cell reception and she is immediately on the roof because <laughs> okay. candace yeah. is spider-man i, I know guess. i was like for someone who doesn't like reckless behavior she kind of climbs to the tops of things purely for cell reception she does that a lot it's true there is a ladder on the side of the roof but it's also like at an 80 degree angle and i was like did you just parkour up there that was (laughs) so quick the fireside girls are there they like yeah start doing some stuff some random kids walk by i like really couldn't get over the fact that there's just like six extra children just just with a bunch of people on this uh weird whatever um as they're walking away phineas uh mansplains vittles to isabella as if she doesn't have like an old-timey cowboy vernacular patch already uh she knows what vittles means thank you so much or can infer or yeah is not an idiot um she'll find out when you get there phineas anyway Phineas asks where Perry is. Perry walks into the woods. He somehow identifies a random tree in the woods and opens his little secret entrance. Uh, <laughs> and then here's the thing: you go, you go. Okay. I just have so many questions about this. No, yeah. This entire this is like a lot to unpack it's... just in this little briefing scene. Um, I did want to ask if you think that there's a test for all the Alka agents before they become, like, official, like, in order to get their hat, where they have to, like, memorize the location of all the secret entrances and how to get into them, because there's 10,000, and apparently some of them are just in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just trying to build Doesn't out the Doesn't he do, lore. like, a special knock? Yeah, he knocks, and then he looks at his watch, and then he knocks again, mm. which... Maybe there's, like, a map thing. on his little watch. That would make sense, but, like, like given the inefficiency of how Alka works anyway. Uh, yeah, so he gets into his lair, he goes on this little wooden slide, he, like, knocks over a table that was in front of the entrance. Okay, but (laughs) my question is, he slides from this tree all the way to his lair, which is supposed to be underneath their house. Right. I'm like, they've driven hours! (laughs) This will come up later, too. Because, yeah, yeah, so anyway, however he gets, maybe there's, like, a five-hour slide commute that we we don't don't see. Okay. I don't know if that's the case. Uh, Perry gets to his lair. Monogram says, sorry, we haven't used that tree slide in years. Not since I was at the Academy. Oh, and, yeah. like, this weird soap opera theme plays behind it. He's just, like, staring into the middle distance having a nom style flashback. And Perry is, like, not interested. Also, what like, did he do with that tree slide at the Academy, A? I know. How is it? Why is the Academy related to Phineas and Ferb's grandparents' house? Tree slide. Also... Don't they go there every year? Shouldn't Perry have used that before? The academy. Every year. Oh, the, the tree no, slide. You're right. That makes sense. Hmm. And yeah. A lot of questions to anyway. ask. Okay, suspicious. Uh yeah, really, really not sure about that. Also, does that imply that like human beings also sometimes use those animal sized secret was, entrances? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you imagine monogram sliding down that slide? I or any slide <laughs> to see it. They tell him that Doofenshmirtz is at his evil woodland retreat, which I have more on later. Okay, the- that's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get go to, to it. Later. I have a I have a woodland retreat section. Then after Perry leaves, he's like, "Be careful, Agent P," <laughs> and he does more flashbacks, and he hears a voiceover. And the voiceover is, I presume, monogram as a child, going, I don't want to go to the academy, daddy. And then his dad goes, I'm not your father, and it's been decided. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, he literally starts crying. I know. I was like, monogram, go to therapy. Also, that's like real Abed from Community. Oh, yeah, it (laughs) is. 
And he's like, Same I want you to play my father. I don't want to be your father. father. Perfect. You already you know, know your lines. lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. It's rough. Bad. Anyway, uh, we don't get any more of that story. I, we might later, I think, actually. Yeah, in a couple of episodes they mention it. But. Oh, great. Anyway, uh, I need to know everything about that. Um, I also need to know how it's, yeah, related to Phineas and Ferb's grandparents' yeah. house. Is that where the academy is? Like, is It can't be. It it's but why is the <laughs> the entrance there yeah. whatever we'll dig into that later on we find candace in the woods just laying down on a log <laughs> uh being harassed by bugs i was like candace you could probably lay down inside there's oh, an entire no. cabin here and several tents uh phineas brings her what he calls a phineas special and she goes that is just a glass of limeade <laughs> which is very funny um, Isabella walks up to Phineas and has him sign off on their tent pitching patches, which I have a few thoughts about. Mm, One, yeah. isn't tent pitching one of the first patches you should have gotten as a fireside yeah. girl troop? Like, have you never been camping, camping before? Feels like no, one of the basics, know. whatever. Yeah. And then, can you just have another 10-year-old sign off on your accomplishment patches? I don't know. Well, because he calls Candace camp counselor and... And then himself camp director. Yeah. And I was like, are you just signing that Phineas Flynn camp director? <laughs> no, that's I mean, dumb. we've established that Isabella's running a rogue fireside troop anyway. Yeah, so, like, makes sense. Which is, like, odd that she would need someone else to sign off on their I patches, know. whatever. Okay, but Phineas, when he signs off, Candace goes, what are you doing? And he goes, well, as camp director, I would say I'm doing, doing my job. job. And I quote that on the daily. It's a great line read. <laughs> um, it really kind of seems like but Phineas yeah. is just exploiting the fireside girls. Absolutely. To do all of the work. Later yeah. on, one of them roasts him a marshmallow. I know, I was, like, was going to comment on that. Do your own work, Phineas. That's a lot. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, an upsetting dynamic. I will say, I feel like Phineas is a little nicer to Candace in this one and in the next one to candace to candace yeah, yeah that's like, true considering the last episode <laughs> uh also anyway. for an official fireside girl experience isabella is not in uniform ever i don't think um i think she was in uniform in the car and then i think she was out of uniform the rest of the time <laughs> oh, okay i thought she wasn't maybe not but maybe, maybe not. i made that up who knows it wasn't bank knowing bank. isabella <laughs> yeah in and out arbitrarily mm -hmm. uh yeah so they have that little exchange with Candace. She's, like, frustrated. And then uh, their grandfather gathers them around to tell them about the legend of the Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, if my memory serves, I think there was a song about it. And Isabella's like, really? Do you, Do you remember, remember any of it? And he's immediately holding a banjo, strumming an opening <laughs> chord. Uh, and Phineas goes, he remembers. Incredible. Uh, they sing the song about Bigfoot, which is slightly terrifying. Yeah. Uh, one of the lines is, he bathes in the water that you drink. I okay listen so that's a scary line but scarier is that one of the fireside girls is filling her canteen directly from the river I was oh, like yeah. you're gonna get gonorrhea <laughs> like you can't do that <laughs> you're in the woods don't you know that <laughs> there's a patch for that <laughs> where is your water filter oh no anyway, um... okay then all of the fireside girls got cholera and died yeah <laughs> yikes that's so anyway. funny, I didn't even get <laughs> That's the first time I've noticed that, but I was like, oh, wait a second. No. Anyway, yeah, Candace is like still laying on the log and her grandma walks up and talks to her, but Candace looks over and thinks that a squirrel is talking to her, <laughs> which is funny. And also, every time Candace goes into the woods, something horrifying happens to her. Um, True. Because the next time she comes here, I'm pretty sure, is when she like- It's the moss one. Yeah, accidentally mm -hmm. gets hallucinogenic moss. Anyway- uh, her grandma is like, you can have fun in the woods, you just have to be creative. Whatever. Candace is, like, still not having a great time. We now cut to <laughs> Doofenshmirtz's evil woodland retreat, which is yeah. just a really nice house in the middle That's of the woods. That's what I was gonna say! I was like, this is, like, a mid-century modern, multi-million dollar wooden retreat. Just my dream home. Exactly. Uh, I would never leave that house why are also, you living in what makes apartment? it evil i'm like that's just a woodland retreat <laughs> just, evil just woodland a woodland retreat, retreat. <laughs> and again i am i have so many questions about doofenshmirtz's real estate i know does he own that house? does he own that Is this land share also like does he know phineas of Ferb's grandparents okay neighbors. i know that's my question he's close enough to hear them i know mm. um also it's nighttime now 
Yeah. So I yeah. don't know what Perry's been doing for the last five hours, but I guess it's just probably walking back to the grandparents. <laughs> right. Okay. That's what I was, I was like assuming that we saw the lair entrance take place in real time. Yeah. It can't have been a five-hour trip back to the woods. No way to know. <laughs> I like to think that Perry was just like. I know that this isn't a real thing. I'm just gonna take this day off. Good for him. (laughs) He was just like, yeah, just doing camp stuff. He was just, you know, doing his thing. Um, Doofenshmirtz is like at his laptop when Perry comes in and he's he's just sitting on his laptop screaming to himself. He goes, (laughs) tonight! It all happens tonight! In like his evil drama voice, Mm -hmm. which uh, makes me think that that's just how he talks to himself all the time, even about things that are not his evil plan, because this is just about him going on a date. Um, he's surprised to see Perry the Platypus because, uh, it's Doofenshmirtz's week off, apparently. Which, you know, I feel like Alka, for, for an organization that supposedly has a lot of information, they, like, never- This happens a few times, where it Perry does. shows up and Doofenshmirtz's like, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm, like, I'm on vacation right now. Yeah. Could you leave me alone, please? Exactly. Yeah. And Which like, is could you guys- extra upsetting because, assuming Doofenshmirtz is telling someone that he's on vacation, I Perry know. should also get a vacation. Oh, I know. <sighs> which, I guess, a couple of the times, he's like, do you want to hang out? And they do hang out. That's true. Really cute, but later, My point is, uh, Perry friends. needs to unionize oh, the yeah. animals. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway. So- yeah, he's like, this is my week off. And then he says to Perry, I suppose you should know I've started dating again. I know. Which I'm like, the I suppose you should know. <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting it's to me. really incredible. I'm just like, your relationship is complex and interesting. Mm-hmm. He also says she doesn't know I have a nemesis. So apparently that's his uh, darkest secret. He is like, you could pretend to be my pet. And Perry's like, okay. Uh, Perry takes off his hat and Doofenshmirtz still knows who he is. <gasps> That's so true. So I don't know what that, that bit comes in later. means, weird. but uh, apparently, if Doofenshmirtz tells Perry to take off his hat, <laughs> then okay. object permanence comes back into play. Uh, also, his screen name—we get a lot of screen names in these two episodes. Oh, yeah. uh, Doofenshmirtz's screen name is Strudel Cutie Four Four Two Seven. Yeah. Okay, wait, but also Doofenshmirtz has somehow convinced a woman. Who, oh, yeah. who does not know his name who to come know. to his home in the woods. <laughs> to drive several hours, I had that note too, into the woods. For a date. And just knock on his yeah. door. Oh, with his username alone. <laughs> just a guy she what? knows from the internet. What? Which honestly tracks because this woman is crazy. Oh, okay, wait. Did you know that she was voiced by Sandra O? Oh? What? Yeah. Oh, wait, I feel like I remember learning that a while ago, but I had fully I forgotten. And have that, never learned that is an amazing fact. Yeah, it's, wow. Uh, but yeah, she's insane. Yeah, this lady is bonkers. Um, in 90% of the scenarios, she gets murdered, or she yeah. murders whoever she finds oh, in the Oh, I woods. know. Like, that's real serial killer energy to just show up. Yeah. Uh, the first red flag is that she's way too into platypuses Absolutely. um she's she's like real excited to hang out with perry and ignores doofenshmirtz completely as soon as she walks in the door i was like you know doofenshmirtz you can do better you can you deserve more yeah uh we go back to camp it's because it's nighttime everybody's around a campfire this is the point at which i counted how many kids there are oh it's 15 so there's phineas and ferb buford baljeet isabella five fireside girls plus five other random kids <laughs> okay that we don't know yeah and they all fit in that van. Linda and Lawrence which... drove 15 children to the yeah. woods and dropped them off for their <laughs> grandparents to just watch them Also, for a that's week. kind of, like, that's a lot. Like, for their grandparents yeah. to, like, feed and house 15 children and not worry about them getting lost in the woods. Also, they know what Phineas and Ferb do. Oh, yeah. I would be so worried. I'd be like, look, ground <laughs> rules. Don't. Nobody dies. Nobody. Okay? I'm in charge of these 15 in kids, the woods. and you can't mess and it up. Stop doing. It. I will say, uh, Linda's parents slash entire oh. family have a real like Meet the Robinsons vibe, mm. where yeah. they seem like they're just having fun just, all the time, yeah, and not really thinking that hard about consequences. It's true. Which explains where Phineas gets it. Yeah. Um, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. So they're sitting around the campfire. Um, they are telling scary stories, and Grandpa's like, "Someone other than Phineas should tell a story." And so Bal- first he goes, "Candace," and she's like, "No." And then they go to- <laughs> incredible. <laughs> and they go to- in fairness um, to Candace, if I was at my grandparents' oh, yeah. house and it was just like a bunch of nine-year-olds and me, yeah. like why didn't Candace get to bring any of her friends? It's true. Where's Stacy and Jenny and Jeremy and her other friends? 
those are her only friends but why aren't they there she like had stuff to do anyway whatever that's so sad. It explains why she's upset. Yeah. So she's not into it. And then Belgi tells a truly devastating oh story about just his own trauma. This is the second time that he's been, like, on the verge of tears telling these yeah. other kids, like, how upset he is. Uh, and everyone just ignores him. It's just like, well, bummer. <laughs> yeah. His grandpa, as soon as Belgi finishes, goes, take it away, Phineas. <laughs> yeah. I was like, guys, Belgi is suffering. Belgi is. Um, rough. So, uh, the real scary thing about Phineas's story is the front-facing view of Phineas with the flashlight under his face. Oh, uh, I know. A horrifying angle. Uh, yeah, so Phineas starts telling a scary story about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Thematically. Because yeah. this family understands plant and payoff. So, anyway. Back at Doofenshmirtz's, this crazy woman is, like, still really obsessed with Perry. And <laughs> Doof is like, uh, do you want to hang out? And she's like, No. I feel so bad because he goes, you haven't even touched your cucumber water. I made it especially for you. Yeah. He's like, doofenshmirtz. Oh, he's like trying real hard on this Poor date. Man. Uh, she has the audacity to say to him, strudelcutie4427 <laughs> was a lot less needy online. Yeah. Um, also, have they not introduced each other with their human names yet? Apparently They're just going to call each other by their screen names forever. I want to know what her screen name is. I really would love to know <laughs> that. I want to know everything about her and also maybe nothing about her. Yeah. Maybe we learn the perfect amount and that's fine <laughs> um back at the campfire phineas is like telling his story uh he ends his story we like skip to the end and he says bigfoot will return and exact his revenge and i was like what happened in the middle of this story this Can episode seems you? unclear about what actual bigfoot lore is and also yeah. no one seems to know what a bigfoot looks like like also, i know yeah, i know we don't like know what bigfoot looks like obviously but the representations within the episode are varied. I, these people will just see anything in the woods and like, be like, it's Bigfoot! Yeah. I'm like, that's a squirrel. Also, in in his... Uh, before Grandpa Clyde sings his song, he's talking about the Sasquatch as a race. And yeah. I was like, are you implying that there's more than one? <laughs> I mean, that is kind of like a Bigfoot. Like, it's like a... That's part of it? I yeah, guess I people that think that there's Bigfoot, big, Bigfoots. Big, big feet. feet. Bigs, Bigsfoot. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, cool. noted. Okay. I think maybe it's like Bigfoot anyway. is one, one of one the Sasquatch, Sasquatch. and okay. he has a whole Sasquatch family. Because there's like Bigfoot myths in anywhere. There's a forest. They're like this yeah. is where Bigfoot lives. Oh, so you're right. I guess okay. to tie all of that together, it's like there's a lot of Bigfoot. Anyway, so yeah, Bigfoot will return to exact his revenge. I would love to hear the middle of that story. Uh, there's like a rustling sound and a bunch of big foots appear around the campfire <laughs> and everybody like starts screaming um we cut briefly back to Doofenshmirtz's house where he's like on the balcony being sad and he hears the kids scream and he goes screaming children but it's not, not my, my birthday. birthday and then he falls off the balcony <laughs> <laughs> he, he plummets 90 feet to his know. death like, um then we're, we're back at the campfire and we see that Furbish is like in the tree controlling the bigfoots and there's an inflatable Ferb sitting next to yeah. Phineas at the campfire um, that has the same energy as when they're like, Beeford has life-size molds of all of us. I was like, you just have three-dimensional blow-up versions of your that entire look family? exactly the same. I know, right? Also, who's sitting around that campfire was fooled by an inflatable fur? Also, how- when? When did they put him there? Also, what is he made of? Wouldn't he melt? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> is he just a like, that I <laughs> Is Verb okay? He's like- <laughs> just like dripping plastic oh, down his face. This like horrifying monster mask. It's a real horror story. His two face now. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, that works, I guess. Whatever. Phineas is kind of a jerk about it. Then we're back yeah, at Two Benjamins's. Um, the crazy lady hears a noise outside, and she walks outside. She like le- she's like, "You better stay here while I investigate." She leaves Phineas. She walks outside to like figure out what this noise is. <laughs> And Doofenshmirtz is climbing back up on the balcony, which I was like, why would you oh. not go around to your front door? I know. You're at your own house. <laughs> also, how did you get up there? You fell so <laughs> you far. You fell 90 feet to the ground. <laughs> so he's all covered in leaves and presumably has 15 broken bones. And he's like climbing back up. Yeah, this lady goes, Bigfoot. And I was like, yeah. that's not what Bigfoot looks like. Also, you can tell he's a human being covered in branches. He's a man with several <laughs> leaves in his hair. Not Bigfoot. She uh, hits him with his her purse, and he falls off the balcony again. Uh, this is a rough night. And then she goes, Strudel Cutie 4427? 
whoops. I was like, it's like, man, wow. you just murdered Call someone an at his own house in the I middle know. of the woods. This is not the first time that this has no. happened. I think she was planning to kill him before. Yeah. And she was just this like, was well, just a... worked out the best way it could have for me, I guess. Yeah. There's a Netflix documentary about this woman. Um, <laughs> she's <crime>. Ted Bundy. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that happens. TV or TV. What <laughs> I can't read. Uh, Candace is back at the campfire. She's having like a full on ninety day fiance meltdown. Yeah, mental yeah. breakdown at this campfire. Um, at one point, Phineas goes, "It was just a joke, Candace," and she goes, "You're, You're a, a joke, joke Phineas. Phineas." I know. It's like, oh my gosh! Wow. Like we find out she's being dramatic for the sake of this trick that she's playing, but that was like, but, like it was a, a little harsh. Phineas oh, is man. nine, <laughs> and I know he's annoying, but but geez. You maybe, maybe went too far. Phineas goes, your screaming might attract a real Bigfoot. And I was like, isn't that the opposite of how Bigfoot works? Like, isn't the reason we can't see Bigfoot is because he stays away from human beings making any sounds? Whatever, Bigfoot lore, not super clear. (laughs) Um, A giant Bigfoot shows up behind Candace and eats her. Okay, but first she goes... Really great, Phineas. What is this one made out of? Popsicle sticks and glitter? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Then Bigfoot eats her. Yeah. Which, this Bigfoot is very realistic. It's, yeah. The last episode we talked about this, where their special effects for the movie that they were shooting were garbage. Yeah. And intentionally to hurt Candace. Did their grandparents just have an incredibly lifelike animatronic Bigfoot? I mean, if I lived in the woods and I was... (laughs) True. Their grandparents... I'm also like, is this the first time they've broken that out? Like, if they come every year, I feel like they would have pulled this prank before. True. Whatever. Um, they have a giant Bigfoot, and it eats Candace, which I'm like, even if that was a trick, would be legitimately traumatizing for all those children. Yeah. None of those children should ever go into the woods again. Yeah. I'd be like, you all now have a phobia of the woods. Yeah. Whatever. They're, they bounce back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, when after all the kids run away... Uh, Candace is talking to her grandparents and she's like wow like what a fun prank that we pulled and you even got an inflatable grandma and then she's like I'm not inflatable I'm your grandma's identical twin and then she says I only come out once a year when your grandparents want to prank someone and then she says back to my closet <laughs> see you next year Lorraine um that's horrifying yeah. what's happening in these woods also I have an extremely hard time believing that the two goofiest grandparents on earth only prank someone once a year that's yeah, especially if she has an identical twin. Yeah. I was like... I'm like, you guys are you guys pranking people constantly. Yeah. All right? Especially in the woods. Especially <laughs> in the woods. I'm like, it's the uh, shining year-round at your house <laughs> in the woods. All right? <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, famous famous prank movie, The Shining. So... <laughs> just kidding. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Next time someone asks me about The Shining, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I saw that. It was so funny. Oh, yeah, that movie with all the pranks. Um... <laughs> oh, that would be such a good bit. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Doofus is falling off an entire mountain. Um, oh, he's yeah. dead. His bones are pulverized. <laughs> he gets tangled up in what I assume are, like, the Bigfoot puppets that Phineas and Ferb were using. That's what I thought. Which means that he's rolled all the way from his house to, to their, their house. campfire, which is right next to their house. So either those houses are close together and they're neighbors, or he's been tumbling down a mountain for 15 full minutes. Yeah. Whatever. Um, That's possible. He gets tangled up uh, and he starts running through the woods. Candace is back at the cabin and she's just like really wrecking these kids for believing oh the highly realistic Bigfoot prank that she pulled on them. Yeah. <laughs> and then she like sees the like Bigfoot silhouettes, which are Dude, just like Martin. sheet ghosts. Like also, they're not they really look Bigfoot. very Bigfoots. lit. Like, it was a silhouette, but, like, oh, yeah. you could tell it was a man and three ghost puppets. <laughs> I mean, if I saw a man and three ghost puppets running well, through the woods, I, true. too, would be, I would be terrified. Scared. Um, yeah, so, like, she gets scared and screams and runs inside, and Belle, she goes, Oh, I don't believe her one bit. Too much overacting. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, okay. Perry shows back up, and Perry is covered from head to foot in bright red lipstick stains. Yeah. Which, I have several questions about how this whole plot wrapped up, because Doofenshmirtz is just lost in the woods, dead. Yep. So, did that lady just drive herself home? Here's what I think happened. (laughs) Okay. I think that lady tried to abduct Perry. Yeah. (laughs) Because she was like, well, I killed Strudel Cutie 4427. I've done what I came here to do. Uh, I'm going to take this platypus that I'm obsessed with. I'm going to lock him in a cage in my basement. 
Uh, and then Perry had to escape from her serial killer car and uh, get back to the get back camp. to them. Yep, that's what I think happened. Anyway, yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure later that night Perry had to like go get Doofenshmirtz out of the woods and like take him to a hospital. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the end. That's the end of that episode. That's, that's all of them. <laughs> that's what happens. Oh man. All right, ready? Uh, yeah. Great. Okay. 106B. Okay, yes. So I sure am. 106B is tree to get ready. Tree to get ready. What does that mean? I think it's like three to get ready, except that normally it's two to get ready, <laughs> three to go. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Uh, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> Did you look it up? No, I just, I've never, I didn't understand it, so I thought I would ask. Uh, you know, it's a um, mystery. Okay, we begin with Linda walking in to the living room and asking what Candace and Stacy are doing, and they're like playing a uh, robot wrestling video game. Uh huh. And Candace goes, "Playing wrestling, mom, our favorite our game." Favorite game? Yeah, she's being like, a real wow to yeah. Linda. It's a lot. Because so... then right after that, Linda's like, "I'm going to like these three places," and Candace's like, "Whatever." Yeah. <laughs> kind of busy. Wow. I was like Candace. Wow. So Ugh. yeah, Linda goes, "Call if there's any trouble," and Candace goes, "With my brothers, you might as well call now." Yeah. It's like, it's like, are okay. you in a good mood or a bad mood? Cool I can't it. tell. Yeah, no way to know. Whatever. Uh, anyway, Phineas and Ferb cut to them in the backyard or working on their treehouse. <laughs> Ferb is wearing a full carpenter's apron. He really is. <laughs> He's doing the most. It's it's great. Um, Phineas also says, "Oh, you're right, Ferb. I guess it would make a sound." Yeah. Which led me to believe that like maybe they were doing something else like, like a, a different, different experiment like tree falls in the woods experiment or yeah. maybe they were just having a philosophical discussion i don't know true that whatever sound like them do you remember in the roller coaster episode when they like cut back randomly to phineas and he's like oh your secret's safe with me for and then like, they cut away and that's <laughs> no, it no but i, do I think about it every day anyway uh yeah anyway so, yeah. They're, in the backyard. so they're in the backyard working on their tree house um Phineas asks where Perry is. Perry is in his little lair. Major Monogram alerts Agent P that all the pigeons have gone missing in the Tristar area. Which I was like, first of all, how do you know? How are you getting your information? I have more about that later. Okay, great. And then... Also, he's just looking out this window like, it seems like there's not as many pigeons as there usually are. Well, Major Monogram goes... It's great for my car or something like that. And I was yeah, like, I haven't right. washed my car in weeks yeah. and smiles the most terrifying smile <laughs> I've ever seen. Insane. Anyway, so then he gets back on topic. He says that Dr. Doofenshmirtz might be behind us. Might? He says we can only assume Dr. Okay. Doofenshmirtz is involved. Yeah. Which I was like... Which kind of happens a lot. He's like, we suspect Doofenshmirtz. Yeah. I'm like, shouldn't you He's know? He's like, the sun has moved 15 feet to the left. Yeah. We assume it's Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> and like it usually is, but also but what? Still. Okay, anyway, come Because back. this oh. is my other thing about this, right? Yeah. Like, if Doofenshmirtz was the only evil scientist operating in Danville, that would make sense. True. However, we know canonically that he is not. He's not. Because there's 500 other agents, or there's 25 other agents. Yeah. Also doing their jobs. We see Pinky the Chihuahua fight another evil villain in the Danville area. And Doofenshmirtz is part of an evil organization. Yeah. <laughs> They're they, they have a chapter. They have... There's a list, so they have a website. Exactly. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> anyway. They just assume it's doof. All right. Anyway, yeah. that's fine. So, Phineas and Ferb finish remodeling their old treehouse. They like it shows it. Which, first of all, I have a question: that are they in their backyard? I know. Is it about yard? the physics of this tree? This, yeah. Like Doctor Seuss tree, tree cannot that... hold up a treehouse. A. B. Is that their tree that they always sit under? Was their treehouse in it before, like overgrown? Did they do some pruning? I don't well, understand. if their treehouse was in it, it's burned down I several know. times. And also, she explains why they had to remodel it. There's a second tree that has Candace's treehouse yeah. in it. So I was like, I guess there's just extra trees in your backyard that we like maybe Never don't see seen. very often. I don't know. The geography of like... their backyard changes every episode. Yeah. Yeah, so that's fine. Anyway, I guess the treehouse tree is uh, pretty cool. Though. And to be fair, we never see their treehouses again. So, right. Um, but yeah, their treehouse does look cool. Uh, okay, but Isabella comes. She goes, "What you doing?" And Phineas says they remodel their old treehouse. Isabella's like, "Yeah, it's so cool." They take her up a tire, and then he takes her through the main crib. The main like, crib. Sure. I'm like already. <laughs> and then they. <laughs> <laughs> They risk Isabella's yeah. life. <laughs> they, they go, what? It's like, yeah. They're like, take let's the take the tube slide. to the top. Yeah. And she's and like, the tube. 
she goes is this safe <laughs> and he's like yeah <laughs> we haven't missed yet and then he says you're, you're our, our first, first passenger. passenger i was like I was like, what? you guys are willing to kill Isabella to find out if <laughs> yeah. your weird life you preserver tube on one of you works? Anyone. <sighs> Get a crash a dummy. test dummy, yeah. you wackheads. Yeah, uh, also, so... Isabella, that's a red flag. You should yeah. be worried about that. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, they all live. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> She's then fine. they see Candace's old treehouse. <laughs> no, first Phineas goes, oh. check out the view. Pretty sweet, huh? And it's <laughs> yeah. like a regular suburban street <laughs> from true. 15 feet in the air. Okay, and Isabella goes, no doubt. I was like, <laughs> okay. okay. Also, yeah, the slang in this episode is very weird because weird. Uh, Stacy especially, I'm like, what is happening? I know. <laughs> You're not speaking like a normal human person. Yeah, they all Whatever. got something. Anyway, yeah, they see uh, Candace's treehouse, which looks haunted. Oh, I know. Um... Isabella suggests, or Phineas suggests remodeling it. Isabella says they should make it more Candace. They yeah. all get to work. Perry arrives at Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. Which <laughs> then, looks real weird yeah. from whatever perspective it's like a it was whole drawn. a different thing. Anyway. He, it also moves it's a, at a different place in the city yeah. than it normally is because it's right and across it the street from City Hall. On top. Yeah, it's it has like a, a dome. Building. In um, fairness, Doofenshmirtz has to rebuild the top third of his building, like, every two weeks because it blows up. Uh, yeah, so Perry parallel parks, which is kind of funny, <laughs> and then he, like, shoots his little thing over the top, which, yeah, there's this glass dome, and the scene that he <laughs> enters in on is Vanessa shooting groups of pigeons with this ray that I guess is, like, makes him focus on Roger Doofenshmirtz, Dr. Doofenshmirtz's right. brother. But it's kind of terrifying. It <laughs> is uh, dystopian, anyway, to be sure. Anyway, Dr. Tewitchburts walks up and goes, Pretty good, don't you think, Perry the Platypus? And then Perry runs away and he goes, Perry the Platypus! <laughs> and spits out his copy. <laughs> I was like, incredible. Oh, man. Um, he uh, yeah. commands the pigeons to stop him. And the pigeons corner and trap him, and Doofenshmirtz explains his plan. Yeah. Also, this is stupid, but those yeah. pigeons are either gigantic or Perry is a smaller than average platypus because they're like the yeah. same size. And I, I was like, are these enormous, <laughs> terrifying pigeons? Like what? Which, okay. I feel like this. I had a note that this is kind of the scariest plan, only because groups of pigeons coming oh. at you is terrifying. This is Hitchcock. Encountering sure. yeah, a large group of birds is so scary, which. I have more about later, uh, but yeah. anyway, so Dr. Doofenshmirtz explains his plan, which is that today, his brother Roger Doofenshmirtz receives the key to the city. Yeah, is I had Roger some questions about this. Is Roger mayor yet? I don't he think be. he is, because later when he's receiving the key to the city, some yeah. Monopoly man guy that is handing was, it to him. That's exactly what I wrote. I was like, is that Mr. Monopoly himself? Yeah, they have like a 19th century robber baron mayor. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so, so I don't think he's. I don't think, I don't so think he's mayor. But also, when he gets the key to the city, we can talk about this more later too. Yeah. He he gets up and he gives a speech and he's like, "I promise to like keep the city clean or whatever." Which... And I was like, "So what is your job?" Yeah. Because if he is the mayor, why is he receiving a key to the city? That seems like it's just like exactly part of when you're the mayor. You, just, you, you already have it. Already it's have the key to the done. city. You yeah. don't need a you don't need exactly. a symbolic one. Whatever. Anyway. Um. So yeah, his plan is to use the pigeons. He's programmed them to quote unquote rain on his brother's braid, which just means poop all over. Yeah, his inner's called the poopinator. Poop it's incredible. Uh, okay, so he, which okay, he like demonstrates it with a pigeon, and the pigeon is like on his arm, and he shoots it like point. Oh right, yeah, and all the feathers <laughs> come off. Yeah. I was like, it works better from a distance. All those pigeons like, and oh, doofenshmirtz have God. cancer now. Like yeah. that is, oh. it, they're all gonna die in two weeks. Yeah. So anyway, cut back to the backyard. Um, Candace lost the wrestling game twenty five times to Stacy, so she's understandably <laughs> frustrated. <laughs> I didn't see that. I know. I was like, wow. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I did see that their screen names are Candy Box and Stace Alicious, which is that's funny. That's awesome. Uh, which Stacy calls Candace Candy in this. I was like, that's never Yeah, she also been... calls her Candy Rocks. Weird. I was like, how okay. many? Nick... We never hear any of never these nicknames ever again. Which it comes up because Jeremy, there's yeah. a whole episode about how Jeremy Candace doesn't nickname is like, I don't anyway. have a nickname. Whatever. Uh, okay, so they Phineas calls him outside. Uh, they check out her old treehouse, which is much bigger and better, super cool. Mm-hmm. Candace is like not, you know, she's gonna call her, call her mom, but Stacy's like, don't be a funny daddy, Candy. And yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, Stacy, what are you talking yeah. about? Okay, and then they so they take a similar tire swing thing up, but Stacy's on the swing and Candace is standing next to her, 
and Stacy just grabs onto her and pulls her up. I was <laughs> like, like, you're, you're holding up Candace by your <laughs> you arms. You just broke what? Candace's neck. <laughs> also, I can't lift a human person <laughs> like that. Anyway. Okay, oh, so... Yeah, they get into the treehouse. It's super cool. Also, Candace is talking about how nice her treehouse is. And she goes, look at all these bells and whistles. <laughs> they walk past a wall of bells and whistles. And whistles. Like, oh, great. it's good. There's also an entire hot tub in there. I know. And an entertainment center, apparently. Yeah. And there's like a buffet. Yeah. Anyway, Candace. High budget. Goes. Also, what happened to all that stuff when it turns into the like treehouse? That's neck? my question. Well, I think that, yeah, we'll get into it later. But, um. <laughs> it's strewn across also, Danville now. Candace goes, I can't believe they would do this. And I was like, you know, I can't believe it either. They're kind of rude. <laughs> this is really annoying. So, I mean, later on it makes more yeah. sense, but you're right. This is kind anyway. of the first time that they've done something pretty nice for Candace. Yeah, so they go in like an elevator. They It's just a series of trampolines. Yeah, it was like, the elevator, elevator doesn't move. Loose. Yeah, anyway. They bounce to the top and then they attack, answer their tin can phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you it rings. Yeah. And then they answer it. Because they do this later on, too, when they're fighting. And I was like, could you not hook up a real comm system? Like walkie-talkie. I appreciate Anything. an homage to a classic. Also, that's not how tin can phones work. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, so Phineas tells him to press the THF button. And Candace goes, oh, is that like an entertainment system? Which is a fair assumption. Uh, but It's not. It stands for a treehouse fight. It does. So both of the treehouses transform. And uh, they are begin to fight yeah i think this is the part where stacy in an insane person voice goes this is so rad and i was like <laughs> stacy are you in a tony hawk video game right now what is happening to you i think that you're right i mean um, um they like do this little bit where they're like dancing and they tell yeah. each other to stop leading <laughs> um anyway they pass okay they go through their backyard they're like out on the streets now mm-hmm. and candace does a move called the twister where they like she whatever like throws them into the next city i was like they're dead they're dead (laughs) they've died which okay so they hit this crash button and they have all these inner tubes on but then they destroy a building they like hit a glass building and it's destroyed there's a bystander nearby i'm like you could have killed that man this is like avengers level catastrophe in the city of danville incredible Oh my god. So, gosh. anyway, Phineas and Ferb's treehouse stands up. They do... Okay, which also, they... The amount of times Phineas and Ferb change costumes in this oh, episode... Oh yeah, they have a costume change for every different weapon and line that they say. Yeah. They was, change costumes four or five times. It's, yeah. While also fighting in this treehouse yeah, fight. That's anyway. fine, I guess. So, so in this one, they're like pirates and they send a bunch of rubber balls and then Candace pulls a lever and shoots a bunch of water balloons uh i think then they change into like something else but um yeah phineas goes he got man it's an end run around the middle yeah they change into night costumes just for that line the bagpipes yep anyway so listen they love a visual gag um i know so they run away candace gets a call that from her mom because her mom's like hmm candace hasn't called which for someone who complains about Candace calling, she's always suspicious when she doesn't, which right. I get, but I'm like... But also, just enjoy the yeah, rest of your day, gotta, Linda. It's fine. Also, she's standing in, like, a completely empty car wash. I was like, I are there employees in that car wash? Or cars? Also, it looked like she was standing in the car wash. Or wash? In the yeah, part where I, you wash your car. I wasn't <laughs> I was really like, sure what's happening. what that meant. The car wash is, like, the name of her dealer. She's like... Oh. <laughs> 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 just kidding. Great. Uh, yeah. So Candace is all freaked out, and then Phineas sends over the tin phone and said, "Last one home is a big old purple pickled egg." And I was like, "It's fair." Sure. Uh, which Ferb is now in a chicken costume. Yep. <laughs> Great. They do a whole thing. So they run home. Uh, cut back to Doctor Doofenshmirtz, who tells Vanessa, who's there helping, I guess, to fire the harpoon. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I want to okay. go back. Okay. Because I think this happens. During a previous, when they were talking to Dave Schwartz before, mm-hmm. right? When he's explaining his plan. Did yeah. you see this newspaper that Vanessa's Wait, reading? Wait, I was going to talk about it. Okay, so I think it is maybe right before this harpoon then. It's bef- it's in the where, previous but, scene. Yeah. But Vanessa's I want to talk about sitting it down. for 45 minutes. Yeah. I have so reading, many things. She opens the, what is it, Danville? The Danville Daily. Daily. Or the okay. Daily Danville, actually, Daily I think Danville. is what it's called. It's on the front. Uh-huh. She opens it, and it 
cuts to her looking at the inside. Yeah. <laughs> I think Dr. Jimmy Schwartz is talking about how much He's he complaining about Roger, yeah. yeah. One side is like, I don't, I should have taken a screenshot. I have all the, I have all oh, the notes. okay. One side, the giant it. headline says, Roger Doofenshmirtz to receive the key to the city. Has a with the picture of Roger, Roger Doofenshmirtz. So. And underneath that, it has a subheadline that says, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Charming, too. <laughs> saw that. And then, okay. on the opposite side of the newspaper is a picture of Doofenshmirtz, which says, evil brother vows to get even. <laughs> and then a quote from him that says, I'm very jealous. Yeah. And then, you can't quite see this because it's okay. under Vanessa's hands. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. It starts with, like, mom. Yeah. He, you can infer that mom. it says mom loved him more. Yeah. I think that's what it says. Then... The real kicker yeah. is that underneath that article, so there's a one and a half page spread just about this brother rivalry. Yeah. Right which underneath. I, guess I assumed no one knew about, but apparently everyone does. Okay, here's my thing because right underneath that is yeah. a picture of a pigeon with the headline, Pigeons Missing. <laughs> so I was like, first of all, what are the journalists in Danville doing? Who's in charge? Who's the editor <laughs> of the Daily Danville? And why are they so worried about these two brothers and missing pigeons? And Cutting back to Alka, did did Monogram just open up his newspaper this morning? Cease <laughs> an excellent question. <laughs> and he, I think he, yes. He either ignored all of the Doofenshmirtz related material and focused on the pigeons and was like, I think that's what Doofenshmirtz is up to today, or did a minimal amount of detective work and was like, oh. Doofenshmirtz is mad about something. All the pigeons are missing. It's on the same page of the newspaper. <laughs> I think they're connected. No other work no needs to be done. Other I'm also not going to tell Barry where I got that information. I'm just going to be like, yeah. here's the connection. We've I found made. out. Yeah. That sounds exactly like what happened. <laughs> like, Monogram just wakes up. He rolls into the office at 9.15. Yeah. And he's like, well, take a glance at the newspaper. Oh, uh, oil oh prices gosh. are going up. I guess it's Doofenshmirtz's fault. Absolutely. Awesome. Incredible. Yeah. Um, so. Also, that's the part where Doofenshmirtz sings his musical number. Okay, yeah. And apparently, in addition to training these pigeons, it seems like you could pretty easily train pigeons to poop on something specific. Sure. However, he also trains these pigeons to do choreography yeah a dance number they play instruments a kick line they do a kick line these pigeons are ready for radio city music hall yeah. and it feels like you should be moving in that direction oh i know uh also singing a song about just a bunch of people that you hate is pretty fun <laughs> that's funny also a part of it it cuts to vanessa who's sitting down and she starts doing the kick line and oh like, yeah fair enough this song is really catchy <laughs> um oh man yeah so yeah, that newspaper really, it really threw me. Yeah. Pigeons missing. Incredible. Oh, boy. Um, anyway, back to... So, yeah, Vanessa fires the fires harpoon. Sends a line directly from Doofenshmirtz's building to the Capitol building. Or yeah. some city hall, It's right? across the street. Which, yeah, is so close. Sure. Um, it just embeds itself in the dome. I know. Also, in the like, stone? There, don't they have, <laughs> anyway. like, security guards? No. Like, we're in police. And then, Earth. uh... Yeah, he notices that Perry has escaped, and there's a funny bit where, because the two pigeons are holding him, and oh, yeah. one pigeon just points at the other one, and he, goes, <laughs> he shrugs. He's like, I don't know. Which, okay, also, these pigeons remind me a lot of, did you ever watch the Animaniacs with the three pigeons? Oh, yeah. Who are, like, supposed to be, like, the godfather? It was so funny, and yeah. this reminded me a lot of that. Um, don't they do that bit in another movie, too? Okay, that's what I thought. Is it that movie where Miley Cyrus is her dog? <gasps> it is! What is the name of that movie? Bolt. Bolt. <laughs> sure. There are pigeons, godfather pigeons in that movie, too. I don't know what it... Is there, like, some connection I don't know about between pigeons and the godfather? There's no way to know. <laughs> or Italians? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, anyway. all pigeons, famously Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you didn't know that. Embarrassing for you. Uh... <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so he's sending the pigeons across there. Perry escapes. Uh huh. And then, okay, Perry does something that I think is overdramatic. <laughs> Whatever. He uh, escapes with the poopinator, replaces the picture yeah. with one of Dr. Doofenshmirtz instead of Roger. 
Which, in turn, the pigeons turn and attack him. Which I was like, did he just have one of those cartridges ready to go? Also, was yeah. that the picture he was taking? Because when he first gets to Doofenshmirtz's, he, like, takes a picture with a little point-and-shoot camera. Oh, really? And I was like, is that what mm. he was doing? How many steps ahead was he in this huh. plan? That's the first thing he does when he gets there. Is he, like, also, docu- like evidence? Like, what, what yeah. was the purpose of that? I don't know. It anyway. just, like... Doofenshmirtz runs to the elevator, but all the pigeons are following him, and he gets trapped in an uh-huh. elevator with 150 pigeons. Yeah. And I just think that that is, was a little too it's much. truly know? a nightmare. That's, he's dead now. Honestly, <laughs> uh, Tippy Hedren level. Yeah. Horrifying. Um, yeah. <laughs> Doofenshmirtz, once again, is dead. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, um... The kids are running, but they trip over the, the in their tree houses. They trip over the harpoon line. Yeah. Okay. So they're causing they, like, citywide destruction. I know. And so I think this is where like they like tumble into each other and they like roll all the way to their backyard. And yeah. then when they stand up, they stand like normal trees and their tree houses look normal. Yeah. And I was like, I guess all their stuff fell off, but also what? <laughs> I mean, is it somewhere in Danville is just a hot tub in the middle of a street? <laughs> I know. There's just. Bells and whistles, whistles strewn across the city. Inner tubes. What is the mayor doing? I don't know. He's Apparently, like, giving maybe out keys to random people. Job because yeah, yeah, he's, he's cleaning up. He's a garbage man. Um. Anyway, so they fight. They're like fighting over who got there first. And Linda comes home and says, "Looks like you guys had fun." Well, they're screaming at each other. I know. Well, it's like, okay. oh, you guys having a good time? Um, and then yelling Phineas so goes, well, Mom, you know what they say. And the girls shoot a water balloon directly into his face. <laughs> I know, they break his nose. It's like, okay. <laughs> and Fur finishes, fun never falls too far from the treehouse. And then is also knocked by a water balloon directly in the face. Yeah. Also, that's like too far away from the actual idiom to be yeah. clever. I don't know. Whatever. So at the end... Fine. It's a, like, chorus of Doofenshmirtz's song, but you see him coming out of the ground floor of his building covered in pigeon poop, and they just, the pedestrians are, like, screaming in terror. <laughs> like, someone wow. help him. Get a hose. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot. A lot. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Poor Doofenshmirtz. Fun. Fun times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good episode. Should we see what episodes we have next? Yeah. Oh, wait, I think the time machine one is next. <gasps> yes. Oh, it's yeah. about time. A two-parter. Nice. It's a good one. It's a good one. It is good. And then we get Jerk to Soleil. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And Toy to the World. And then is the Scary Haunted House episode. All right. That's it. We're done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye. Oh, apparently this bear's in the way. You can stop it.